Welcome to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide. This is a Sports Epreneur Podcast collaboration with Moali Haydapur. We present Pro Talk with Moali SC. In the Pro Talk Podcast series, footballer and trainer Moali talks to some of the best footballers around the world. Be sure to follow Moali's amazing content on Instagram and on all social media platforms at Moali FC. And feel free to connect with us on Instagram at sportsepreneur or at sportsepreneur.com. We now welcome Moali and the Pro Talk Podcast Series, a Sports Epreneur collaboration. Sports Epreneur is a content platform, a collaborative team, and a marketing brand that is all about showcasing leaders and difference makers in and around the world of sports. While we create our own content, we also create content with you. This includes collaborative content and exclusive content for your brand. Think podcast, blog, social media, and overall content strategy. Our sports content marketing team is specifically niche for those in the sports industry. That includes sports businesses, athletes, managers, coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs, and business leaders in the sports market. The bottom line is we want to help with your sports-related brand, your content marketing, and your story. Connect with us on Instagram at sportsepreneur or find us online at sportsepreneur.com. Sportsepreneur, the content platform where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Welcome back to Pro Talk, where your host Mo Ali interviews world-class athletes from around the globe. Today, we have Mark Clock playing out of Persia, Jakarta. Enjoy. Mark, what's up? What's up, man? How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good, good. Good to see you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. We're Thanks gonna, for the invite. For sure. We're going to answer some of the fans' questions and talk a little about your experience. You played a lot yeah. of places, so I think it's good for the kids to learn from you. Nice, man. Nice. Thanks. Thanks for the, for having me. Thanks for... Uh, for the invite, good to see okay. you doing so well across the globe. Thanks, so many bro. countries. Yeah, it's amazing. I, good to see your workouts, man. Thanks, bro. You too. Unlucky we didn't catch up, but next time. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit unfortunate about the program and uh, about what's going on with the virus. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure about my program, but yeah, yeah. I'm sure we will meet. I'm sure we will meet. Yeah, for sure. Crazy times. Crazy uh, times. Yeah, man. So do you want to tell a, tell the fans a bit about yourself, like how you started and where you grew up? Yeah, I grew up in uh, in Holland, in Amsterdam. Uh, I knew quite early that I wanted to become a football player. And uh, throughout my career, I started my professional career at... Uh, Utrecht, I said Utrecht, in uh, in Holland, and uh, when I turned 17, I signed my first professional contract. Uh, I played there 10 years in the throughout the youth academy, which was my goal actually to to be a professional player at Utrecht and come to the first team, etc. But I was a little bit impatient, and with 19 years old, I I couldn't wait any longer for my debut in first in football so i signed a contract in scotland in the premier league uh because i had the opportunity to become first team player so i left and that's where my career started and where i made my debut against celtic uh, and that was the moment that finally uh, 
became a professional player. So that's a little bit about me. I started young, four or five years old, I think. And, Amazing. Uh, Thank you. And now, you had a good opportunity to start with Utrecht and play at those teams. There's a lot of good academies in Holland. So that's an amazing experience. Yeah, you know, when you were a kid and when you live up and grow up in Europe, especially Holland, you don't realize how good are the, are the Euro academies there. You, you just take it for granted and you think it's normal that it's so good, you know. But when yeah. you go and travel and play in different countries, you realize that it's not something normal, you know, because I've been in many countries, played in many countries, and the <laughs> academy uh, which I had, I haven't seen other players, uh, young players had in all those countries. So I have to give good credit for that, you know, to Holland and to, to Utrecht. Nice. Uh, so at what age do you think you realize you'll be a professional? Uh, what age I realized? I would say that the moment I went from an amateur player to Utrecht, and it was at the age of 11, I think, I realized, not that I realized, but I had the feeling I will become a professional player. So even was still very far away. I just had this feeling and, and, uh, and this thought in my head that I had to succeed, you know, and even my parents told me that I had to go and study and, and, and have option B and C ready that what if football doesn't work out. I always said I don't want option B and C because I'm confident that option A will work. Uh, so I would say age of 11, 12, I really had the picture clear in my head. Uh, that's good. Very young. Very young, yeah. A long you way to go. It. Not sure what was going on and what will happen and how many obstacles obstacles I will face. But I just had the picture ready because that's what I wanted to be. For sure. And I think a lot of players, they see professional football as something amazing. But they don't understand the sacrifices, you know. So... What are some sacrifices or hard times you have to go through to become a footballer? Uh, a lot, though. What you say is correct. You know, people don't see the opposite side, uh, which is not, not a problem because I think every job faces also difficulties, which we don't know about ourselves as well. But as a football player, and the sacrifice, what is hardest, I think, is just working towards your dream but not knowing your dream will pay off you know and all those things towards it, like being alone and and gonna train again and having the motivation every single day to to just do what you think is right you know to achieve your goal it's hard to every day ask again for yourself okay let's go without having securities or without having without knowing what what the future will bring you know it can all collapse you don't know yeah. but you have it's to put risk. your investment and time and, and money and and sacrifice in it enable to to have a, a small chance to succeed you know for sure and uh i was in indonesia last week 
and I saw that the fans are crazy there, you know? So yeah. how has it been playing in such a big team in Persia? How are the fans? How's the atmosphere? Man, it's amazing, man. When I, when I, when I said to myself, I want to be a player, a football player, a professional football player, you know, every kid dream of Barcelona or Real Madrid or whatever, you know, uh, the big teams in the world, but for big supporters. But I realized very quickly that would never happen to me. But the the opportunity I have now in Indonesia with playing in such big teams and and with so many supporters, it feels like I'm 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 a Real Madrid or Barcelona player, you know, but in a, in a different continent. But it's just crazy, man! Like immense and. I'm yeah. so thankful and, and blessed that I that I have the opportunity to to uh, yeah to realize yeah. this in my life. Yeah, it's something amazing. Uh, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. You know, the fans are just so passionate. I think even more than Barcelona. <laughs> I think people never realizes what Indonesia looks like unless you've been here. You know. So when I tell people I play in Indonesia, they say, oh, okay, what is football there? Uh, what does it look like? And yeah. I tell them, and I say, nah, you're joking. I say, well, <laughs> when you have time, come and look and you will see. And yeah. everyone gets so surprised about, about, yeah, about how the people live for the sport. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, all right. What advice do you have for kids right now? who can't go out to train, what can they do at home or what type of activities should they be doing? It's difficult because every home is different. Uh, I don't know the spaces where people live, you know. So so it's difficult to give a, a exercise which all people can do. But I think the most uh, important thing is, is that you just keep active, uh, keep your body going. Try to play with the ball a little bit, a small ball, big ball, but you know, still be be active with yourself. You know, you can do push-ups and 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 pull-ups and and ab abdominal exercises uh, everywhere. You know, core exercises, which is very important, I think, throughout my career. And if you have the chance, go and run outside to do some cardio. You know, try to be separated from other people, but you can still run outside. I think. Nice. Good advice. Uh, now, is there one advice a coach ever told you that stuck with you? Maybe a really good advice that kept with you through your life? Yeah. Uh, one coach told me, uh, and, I, and, I, and I will realize this for, for all my life. He said, how do you expect to be better than others or will achieve more than others if you do the exact same thing? Nice. So you have to do extra work. If you want to be better than others or achieve achieve different things than other people, we have to do more than, than they are doing. So when he told me that, I realized, okay, maybe what I'm doing is not enough in order to, you know, to come where I want to come. Nah, that's good advice. I think a lot of people need that, you know, put in extra yeah. work after training and just do little stuff that helps improve you. Um, what tips do you have for kids who are maybe nervous before the game? 
how did they keep their confidence up? Uh, for kids, I think this counts for everyone, maybe. Uh, and it's something still I'm struggling with as well sometimes because if I have a big match, you know, with many people or just a big game where I expect a lot from myself, I'm still nervous, you know. And I think every sportsman, a sports guy who plays at a high level is nervous in some kind of way. Uh, and if you're not, I'm jealous because I wish I could not be nervous. <laughs> but what I'm doing is just meditating before a game uh, a little bit, you know, uh, which is helpful because it makes you relax. Uh, it separates you from the thoughts about the game. So maybe that's advice, but everyone is there. Everyone has his own thing, maybe. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges to becoming a professional? Biggest challenges? Uh, uncertainty, I think. Uh, not knowing uh, what the future holds for you and not knowing uh, if a coach or a team or you will succeed. I think that uncertainty uh, is hard to live with because every single football player wants to play football. And there are only 11 people in the, in the first 11, you know, and, and 18 people in the squad. But in a football team, there are maybe 25 people. And, and sometimes you need luck, you know, you need, you need someone who believes in you. And, and that uncertainty sometimes uh, is I think is, is the hardest thing to deal with as a football player. For sure. Um, how do you prepare before the match? I really try to sleep good. I really like sleeping a lot before game day. Uh, have my foods uh, prepared. And I listen a lot of... What do you know to eat? Sorry? What type of foods would you normally eat before a game? Uh, I like oats, like oatmeal, you know. Nice, healthy. Yeah, with some with some nuts, with some peanut butter, nice. and a banana. Nice. That's one of the healthiest I've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I live quite healthy actually. Nice. I'm That's vegan, so I don't uh, I don't eat meat and stuff as well. Nice. Me too. Two months now. And? Yeah. I saw the movie Game Changers. And, that and you changed like that? Yeah. One day. But sometimes nice. I cheat. Maybe once a week. Just cheat. Have chicken. But hopefully soon it can be 100%. Yeah. It just needs time. You cannot turn from one, 0 to 100 like that. You know? It, it yeah. takes time. For sure. And then uh, what do you think are some ways to improve your touch? Sorry? What are some ways to improve your touch? Practice. Practice, practice, practice. Uh, I think a lot of people forget about it at a certain stage. Uh, even myself sometimes because there are so many things you want to train. But I will say practice, you know, because a touch can always be better. You know, that one second or that few, you know, few small seconds can can change a lot in a game it's just details but 
if you practice practice and put the hours in uh i think you can uh, you can improve it for sure good advice and then uh last question and then we'll answer a few fans uh was becoming professional as good as the dream you always imagined better 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 nice what was but only but only since i lived only since i played in indonesia indonesia so if you could choose between holland and indonesia you would again choose indonesia if i can choose between uh, england holland italy and indonesia i would choose indonesia amazing amazing life there yeah too good nice all right we're gonna answer four or five questions from the fans yeah let's do it uh all right first one so it's from envaro he says are you fluent in indonesian i'm quite fluent yeah nice can you say one sentence for us in indonesian what do you want me to say say hi my name is mark and i love indonesia Hello, semuanya. Nama saya Mark Lok dan saya cinta Indonesia. Nice. You need to teach me next time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Second question from Naval. He says, if you could play another sport, what would it be? I think I will play tennis. Tennis. Are yeah. you good? Well, not good, but I just like the game and uh when i was really young i wanted to play tennis as well outside of my football and my parents told me no you have to choose it's either tennis or football you you cannot do both <laughs> and uh and at that moment i said uh i said okay i will choose football nice good choice yeah it turned out good <laughs> <laughs> all right third question uh from Frederico he says what do you think about the Persia perceived matches I will just answer a few players in the chat wait for this answer yeah uh what do you want to do after you retire no no just ask me the question uh ah, one well, before I- it says what do you think about persia persia rivalries persia versus persia ah i haven't played that game yet but i'm looking forward i think it's one of the best derbies in the world uh in terms of rivalry so uh yeah i'm looking forward i've seen the games i've i've seen the supporters I've heard stories of my of my teammates and uh it, yeah it looked like a big game amazing it's unlucky yeah. the season's on hold now but hopefully once yeah. it's on again then hopefully soon yeah for sure all right one more uh what do you want to do after you retire uh i will still be active in sport uh i'm not sure what I love I love doing business as well outside of football. So I think I would just do something uh in sport with business, maybe sport director or nice. 
what something are you like doing? that i saw a few things do you want to talk to us about what you're doing now on the side i have a i have a, a company in in recovery and training equipment for sport athletes around the world uh together with a with a with another football player we are doing this now for four years nice this is really going uh going well uh so that's just something i love spending time on when i'm not training amazing you have monica hickman out of the brazilian women's national team enjoy monica what's up hello what's up <laughs> how are you fine good, just finish your session Ah, you finished training now. Yeah. How's we it? had a we You're had a, a fun uh, training with the team today. Today we have a make a bingo, something uh, just to have fun with everyone. Nice. And then after that, I started my session. Nice, amazing. It was, was fun. <laughs> nice, nice. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. For sure. We're going to answer a few questions for the fans and get to know a bit about your journey, how you started. And let's do it. Let's go. Okay. Uh, just tell us a bit about yourself, like uh, where you started, what country, and how did you become a professional? Mm, okay. Um, I started uh, on the streets. Uh, where my mom is still living till now, it's in Gravataí, Brazil, south of Brazil. Um, so I started playing with boys, so like most of players, um, getting into soccer schools. Uh, I really began to play in a team and a, a women's team uh, when I was. 14 15 years old like on the field because i played futsal before yeah until 13 14 years old i played just futsal and uh, just indoor and then i started to play the big the big field in soccer amazing uh, so so i so was my start and um, of course a lot of trouble to play because of you know, to be a girl there was a hard time before but that never was a problem for me because I just love it to play. So I was doing what I love. For sure. And I never really pay attention to these people that said, you're not going to do it or go home and wash dishes, something like that. But uh, I always was, was happy because I have always my mom behind me. She always said, the most important thing is to be moving, like to be around and playing. That's the most important thing. So if you love it, just do it. I will be here. She helped me a lot. She still helped me. Sometimes I, I bring her with me. So she's like my, my base. So she's always with me. Amazing. So, yeah, that was my start. And then I started in International. Uh, from Porto Alegre, that was my first really big team. Played the uh, the regional competitions, and yeah, I don't know where else to tell. No, that's <laughs> amazing. I think it's a cool story. You know, you grew up playing in the streets, 
Uh, I think a lot of good players in the world, they started from the streets, you know, uh, especially the Brazilian players. It's yeah. in the blood. You got to start in this. So what do you think? Is it important? Do you think kids in USA should also be playing futsal street games all the time growing up? I think uh, it's a good way because on the street or maybe even indoor with your friends is something that you create all the time. So you're never going to know what is going to happen. So sometimes the ball is going to be up, the ball is going to be on the on our house or, you know, you always create on the street. So that's why I think it's a good thing. That's the, the good part. And yeah. sometimes we play with friends around uh, driving bikes or uh, with skates. So it's always a, uh, uh, I don't know the word. Um, so there was a jump just on the cones. We jump around, you know, other balls or other people. So it's, I think it's really good just nice. to be with your friends and create your own game. Yeah, for sure. And at what age do you think you knew that you would become a professional or you wanted to be a professional? Uh, that took, took a long time because I was just doing because I love it, the soccer. But I never thought I would be able to leave soccer. So because I never, I didn't have this um, vision I never saw in, on TV like a woman playing or leaving of soccer. I just saw men, and then I I never thought about it. Yeah, but I think it's amazing I, that yeah you guys made a new image for the next generation. Mm -hmm. uh, because now girls have something to look up to. And yeah, see you guys. You guys went through the hard stuff, <laughs> so now it's a bit easier for them, but still growing. Yeah, it's still growing, and you, we still have, you know now we have just to. To know what is important now, I think the girls need to know the valor of every other place and really work hard to make it better, like to have a better position, to have the people watching you and say, wow, yes, that's really cool or just not, not compare, you know, because I don't like when they compare. Yeah. Because it will not be the same, never will be the same. We just one hour space and, you know, be the people saying, wow, she's a professional soccer player. Like I always uh, heard in, in the U.S., that was the best thing that happened to me in the U.S. Because when people ask me uh, what I do for a living, and I said, I'm a professional soccer player, uh, player. The people was like, wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. And that was the thing I always wanted to hear. You know, the respect from the people. They know that's a hard work. And you and just say, wow, that's amazing. That makes me so happy. Yeah. How was it playing in the U.S.? It was, uh, I think, the best, the best part of my life. Thing about professional, being professional, because the way they treat a woman player in the U.S. it's like the way we need it, like the way we deserve. Um, I know they keep fighting for the best places, 
but for me that come from brazil uh, i found in the us like uh, a place where people uh, see me really as a professional and respect me so i was really nice. happy there that's nice Mm -hmm. uh, all right. What advice do you have for kids or girls who want to become a professional? Also, uh, I think the best advice I could give is like if you love what you do and you have a dream, um, just work hard for that. Just go for, uh, go through everything. Uh, be created everything be confident you know you know you're gonna receive no's like be ready for this open to for these doors to be open and enjoy your journey don't just waiting for the top but enjoy every step you're gonna pass in nice good advice um how do you control the nerves how do you stay confident before a game <laughs> that's the thing i think we cannot control <laughs> because uh it's a lot of things um you know that you are waiting or a lot of things that happen inside you and I don't think it's a way to control, but I think it's a way that you can just make it feel better, like in a good way, like be nervous, but in a good, in a good way. So I, I think that's the, the best part of feeling like butterflies in your stomach. That, that means you love, that, that, that means you do what you love. Yeah. And uh, was there one match you remember that was really crazy. A lot of fans, uh, maybe at the World Cup or another game, where it was just a crazy atmosphere, and it was something new. Yeah, the this World Cup was insane. It was something that we are never forget. And I saw yesterday the movie of FIFA. They mm. just sent out the movie, and it's really beautiful. I think the this World Cup changed a lot of things and uh, opening a lot of new paths for girls to play, for families to to you know to to tell your daughter and daughter you can play. So I'm here with you. So now they see that it's a good thing and they can support it, they they children. So I think a lot of things change after that. And I'm yeah. really happy with what I'm seeing. For sure. I think it changed the game also, you know? It was one of yeah. the biggest, a lot of fans, a lot of coverage. Uh, I think the next one will be even bigger. Mm -hmm. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. How do you prepare for a match? Um, I always listen to music. That's the most thing I do during the day. Um, before we go to the stage, and I always read a little bit of the Bible uh, to give some, to have some advice. Um, 
but that's it nothing nothing special nothing else that i really do is just the music that makes me concentrate and stay focused and sometimes uh watch sorry what what type of music wow wow pop music justin bieber <laughs> beyonce something like this yeah the new album for sure nice i'm a fan but yeah <laughs> nice awesome and then uh what is the best way do you think to improve your touch what exercises or how do you train your touch uh i like to warm up every day with the ball um doing passings uh with a wall like i have now right now <laughs> being alone at home i just have a wall yeah. so i like to to train in the touch and and play like on the same on the same tag all the time training the right foot training the left foot and then a little longer uh inside of food or in up i don't know how to say here uh but that's that's the way i i get in touch and improve the pass and the target nice so kids at home they should train in the basement or house uh just mm -hmm. getting touched every little place that you can touch and play with a wall it's a place where you can really do something here at my apartment sure. i don't have a lot of space but i have a room that yeah. i don't have uh like uh, a bed or things so that's the room i really have a space to to try to do nice. exercise yeah that's good <laughs> and then uh do you have a favorite skill you like to do or just whatever uh yeah i I like challenge. I'm not like a really skilled player. I I try to be. I try every uh, every day to be better, but I'm not a skilled player. So, but I, I I don't know the name, but I always try to do the this one, the word. I don't know. Yeah, I try to do with uh, both feet. Yeah, and the one yeah. you do, but you do with the other feet as well. Okay. So, Nice. Yeah, this one yeah, I tried I to do <laughs> a lot, but sometimes I get it, sometimes no. But this one I really training, training, training. Uh, I like to to try to to read the bar, you know, from the goal. Yeah, because I I love bar. to do yeah the crossbar. I love to do this. Nice. Uh, Next time we'll smalls do. go to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're planning Hopefully to, but never, we'll never, never had a time, right? Yeah, it's been like years. I'm really excited to do day. it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll make something nice. Um, okay, cool. last question, and then we'll answer some fans. Uh, was it was becoming a professional as good as how you dreamed? um even better yeah 
because the not just because of soccer but i think soccer gave me a lot gave me a lot of opportunities to to know other peoples to know other countries to know other languages to know the culture um i'm a food lover so i love food uh and then yeah. soccer gave me the opportunity to to be on on a lot of places and tasted the foods so that was maybe the the one of the most of the things that i really love it and i enjoy it and Amazing. to learn for example i learned germany when i play in austria i played there five years so it's another language that i know not that much right now because i learned english then i forgot a little bit of germany but yeah now i'm learning spanish it, it's challenge that i really like and that's that soccer gave me and then i'm grateful for everything amazing i mean mm -hmm. you've done a lot for soccer too you guys yeah. have won a lot of games cups so it's a good career yeah thank you okay let's answer some fans let's uh, go first one from kayla uh how do you win headers over the attacker over the attacker i don't say i don't know what is that Maybe, how, how do you win the header in the air for instance the goalkeeper the, kicks um, the ball how do you win the header over the striker? Um, I didn't really understand the question, but I think I would say uh, it's not a way you can know how to do it. But I think with the practice, you can be better every time because it's, it's the time on the ball is like if you win it or not if you have pressure on a player or not depends on the situation uh yeah and as you timing, training you more more you're gonna yeah you're gonna be ready for the situation as you training yeah. more you'll be ready nice all right this mm -hmm. one from sammy she says if you didn't play football what sport would you play that's a good question um uh, i don't know maybe i would play handball something like this yeah because i try <laughs> i try basketball i try tennis i try uh baseball i'm really bad i'm really bad with hands so yeah. <laughs> but i was a really good keeper on the school uh as a handball keeper so maybe that yeah maybe handball yeah maybe handball yeah. nice i do like i do like the uh, um uh running as well like 100 meters running i do i did on the school as well so that was nice. a good time yeah nice all right mm -hmm. next one from kevin what's your favorite brazilian food barbecue for sure it's and traditional it, where i live so uh yeah my favorite thing nice um do you have a favorite game in your career 
my favorite game. Mm. I think the first game on the Olympics, 2016, against China. Okay. And That's why this? Because it was my first game on Olympics. It was in Brazil, and I scored the first goal for Brazil. Wow. So it was a really amazing moment for me. Yeah. Nice. And how are the Brazilian fans at the game? Wow, they are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing yeah. to play in front of them. Yeah, yeah. Especially for me, because I I have this uh, experience in the U.S. before. Uh, a lot of public on our games in Brazil before. Then I had this feeling in the U.S., but when everything was growing and the people was going to watching our games, that was, wow, a good feeling, really amazing. Awesome. All right, last one uh, from Josie. He says, what's your favorite shoe you like to wear in the game? I wear Puma because I'm sponsored by, so I, I can just say Puma. <laughs> but the white one we play, I played in uh, World Cup was my favorite because I love white shoe. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's dirty quick. Yeah, too, but it's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, true. All right, Monica, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, it was a good talk and hope you stay safe and we'll be in touch soon. We'll do a nice video sometime. Okay. And we'll be in touch. Thank you awesome. for having me. And obrigada pessoal que está assistindo. É, desculpa que a gente falou muitas coisas em inglês, mas eu agradeço vocês que participaram e que acompanharam a gente. Thank you guys for having us, for the questions and for being with us. Today we have Osama Rashid out of Santa Clara in the Portuguese Premier League. Enjoy. Osama, what's up? How are you? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, thanks. Good to see you. Where are you? In Little Portugal. Bit. Yes, yes. And you? I'm in Toronto, Canada. Okay, and Z, you see with you? Z is in Boston. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man. How are you? All good? Staying home? Good, good. Yes, we have to. And you? Yeah, man. Stuck at home. Nothing to do. For you, it's okay. You're always traveling. Yeah, yeah, it's good. We need a vacation. You need, you need, yeah. All right, bro. Thanks for joining. Uh, we'll answer some fans' questions, get to know a mm -hmm. bit about your journey. Mm -hmm. And let's just talk a bit how you started, where you grew up, and how did you become a professional? Okay. All right. So just tell us how you started, like what country you grew up and how did you become a professional to where you are now? I got a cup. Um I'm born in uh, Iraq and <clears throat> with three years old I we fled to Holland and then I started to play with five years old. I was five years old and I started to play football. 
and then with seven years old, uh, we moved to another town, to Rotterdam. And then I started to play for the Youth Academy of Feyenoord. Played there for 12 years. From there, I went to FC Den Bosch. And then I got some clubs here in uh, Holland. And in 2015, I moved to Portugal to play nice. for Firenze and now for Santa Clara. And I played also in Bulgaria for Locomotive Flauders. You've been to a lot of countries, but how was it growing up in Holland? How were the academies? Very good. You know, it's uh, Holland uh, known for its uh, academies. I was playing for Feyenoord, and that time it was the best academy of uh, of the of the Netherlands. And for me, it was a amazing experience. I will never forget it, and I'm grateful for for playing for the youth academy of Feyenoord. Amazing. At what age do you think you knew that you would become a professional or you wanted to be a professional? Uh, I have to say, in this, of course, when you start to play, you want to be, you, you want to appear on television like the plays you saw on TV. And in the start, it was really playing for fun. But from when I signed my first professional contract with 16 years old, I it's from that moment uh, you have to turn on the your mind and really go for it. It was for me with 16 years old. Nice. And then uh, what advice do you have for kids who want to become a professional, who are struggling or it's hard sometimes? What advice do you have for them? Of course, uh, never, never give up, sacrifice, uh, rest good. Uh, train always for 100% and eat good and focus, focus. Nice. Good advice. Uh, did you have any childhood idols growing up? Yes, Robin van Persie. Robin van Persie. And why him? Because he played also in the Youth Academy of Feyenoord. And from that time, I start to being obsessed by the way he plays his his style and for the great career he made uh, mostly because of that nice uh for you what are your goals the next few years where do you see yourself or where do you want to be uh to play as much as uh, many many games as much possible now it's difficult to play but uh <laughs> And hopefully to make another step uh, in Europe to, or in Portugal. Nice. And then uh, I've, I was Wikipediaing you and it said you have a sports uh, marketing degree. And yes. do you plan to use that in the future? Of course. I, I hope so. I hope so. For, I would like to work in, uh, in the management of a club, for example. And yeah. I hope, I hope because I studied for six years, so I hope I will use it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have any hobbies besides playing football? What do you like to do outside? Um, first of all, of course, playing FIFA, etc. And then go out for a coffee. I like to go out to chill with my friends. And yeah. Nice. And then uh, growing up, were your parents supportive that you wanted to be a professional player or were they saying like go to school 
No, my mom didn't want. My father yeah. wants, and my brothers also, of course. But for both my father and mother, school is number one, and that's also advice for the for the young players for now. School is number one because, for example, if you can you can make it as a professional player, you have always your school. So school has to be number one always, and I grew up like that, and that's also why I finished my uh, my degree. And uh, yes, nice and football number two. I think that's amazing because a lot of players they just go straight to football and they don't care about school. But I think it's also important for young players to focus mm -hmm. in school. Of course, of course. Now. Uh, for example, many players, uh, when they retire, they they are worried what are they are going to do. But I'm I'm relaxed. I know I have abilities to do uh, to do also things outside football. Nice. Now, is there one advice a coach ever told you that stuck with you? I got many advices, but. I think it was like three years ago, and uh, the coach uh, called me. He said, uh, "You you don't even know how much quality you have." And from from that moment, I start to believe more in myself, and I got much more confident, and I started to play better also. Nice. And then, uh, what advice do you have for young players? How do you stay confident? Before a big game, how do you stay relaxed? Uh, me personally, I try not to think too much about the game, like until one and a half hour before the game, and just relax. For example, play games to uh, to optimize my concentration on my phone, like playing games and. Uh, uh, I also watch uh, videos of myself, like my highlights, to get confidence and get the inspiration. Yeah. And uh, yes, it's that. Nice. Uh, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges to becoming a professional player? To keep the focus and the discipline, like train always good and uh, rest good, eat good. For me, those are the biggest challenges. So stay always focused. Nice. And how do you prepare before a match? My my Brazilian teammates ask uh, subtitles. Carva, <laughs> Carvalho, Brazilian. <laughs> we'll translate later for them. <laughs> so this is also a reason to go to school and learn English. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that? All the Brazilian guys. <laughs> What was the question? So, how do you prepare for a match? As I told you, uh, you want to know how we do it as a team or really personally? Yeah, personal. Personally, it's uh, like playing games on my phone to optimize my concentration and seeing videos of myself, highlights to get confidence. And for example, it's maybe strange, but for me, uh, imagination, like. Uh, like uh, putting in my mind that I will score this game or I will give this ball, I will give this pass, I will give this assist. So I'll try to put this in my head and 
yeah, that's my preparation before a game. Nice. Now, do you have a favorite goal you scored in your career? Uh, it's hard to choose. <laughs> but I think it's my free kick uh, last year. My free kick was my first goal at, uh, in the Premier League. And yes. And how many yards was it? It was not that far, but the ball went right in the right corner. It was a nice goal. Nice. An important one. Nice. Uh, was becoming a pro player as good as you dreamed when you were a young kid? It's even better, I can tell you that. It's even better. And for me, my dream was to be a professional player and to play in, in stadiums with many people in the stadiums. and. Uh, it's amazing feeling also to see yourself uh, on TV. So it's even better. Amazing. And how yeah. has it been playing in Portugal? And how is the life? Because it's on an island. So how is that different? <laughs> you, you've been here, I think you know. But for me, the life here is very good. Uh, I love the culture. The people are very nice and uh, mostly good weather and for me amazing nice all right two more questions um what do you think are some good exercises to do at home right now to stay fit um uh eating we we for example our team we are training online every day 10 in the morning we are training our coach gives training no. our physical coach but well, uh, video call it, yes video call with uh, the whole team but you know i was thinking how, how can i do things in home you know but then i start to see that it's possible you have to be creative you don't need a lot of attributes to train um for example was important i think it's uh core core training and try to do some cardio nice also it's hard now to go out to go for a run because uh, we cannot go out but yeah nice all right last question uh what tips do you have for players playing in your position say a young kid in your position what would you tell them what would you teach them I think in my position, the most uh, important thing is to think two, three steps uh, further than other players. That's the most important thing because before you get the ball, you uh, you have to know where you, play, you will, where you will play the ball, where is which space is empty. Because in the midfield, you have a lot of pressure. You cannot, uh, you don't have much time with the ball. And uh, yeah, it's that. And I think it's very important to be uh, physical, to be good. Nice. To, to, clo to close the distances, the, the lines. Nice. And then uh, right, one more question. How has it been playing for the Iraq national team and there? How are the fans? It's a great, great honor. Great honor. Yes. That's that. that that was also a dream for me to play for the Iraqi national team. I have not played 
22 games and the, the Iraqi fans are the best in the world. They are very loyal and uh, yeah, I got much love Amazing. from them and I love them also a lot. Amazing. I think they love you from the comments. And <laughs> thanks for joining us, bro. It was a good talk. Welcome. I hope the fans enjoyed and hopefully we'll see you soon again. We have Neil Etheridge out of Cardiff City FC. Enjoy. Neil, what's up? How are you? You okay? Good, good. Just trying to figure out the camera. <laughs> what's up, man? Yeah, no, all good. All good. It's, uh, we're lucky to have some good weather. I'm about to even go outside if my Wi-Fi allows me to. Nice. Uh, just to chill out. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hope you guys are good. Yeah, well, we won't be going for dinner. We won't be doing anything because we're not allowed outside the house. But it's tough, man. It's crazy out there. It's um, yeah, it's a, it's a strange, strange time at the moment. Strange time. Yeah, obviously, like I've said before, my Instagram and Twitter and stuff to everyone to to a you know stay safe and secondly listen to the guidelines because at the end of the day, you know, the, the sooner we can get out of this and beat this, you know, the better for everyone. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, thanks for joining us on Pro Talk. We're just going to answer some questions for the fans and yep. see how it goes. No problem whatsoever. I'm trying to find where the best Wi-Fi spot is for me to go without losing you. <laughs> if I lose you, then I'll have to come back in, but I should be all right <laughs> out here. I should be okay. Get some good lighting. Yeah, I'm getting some good lighting. And might be able to get some sun in the garden. Yeah. There we nah. go. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Amazing. Is that right? Yeah, man. Perfect. You want to yeah. just start off, like, tell us how you started, how you became a pro, and sort of your journey to where you started? Yeah. I mean, um, my journey's been, you know, mixed. Um, I, I didn't, I guess, have it easy. Uh, from the get-go, I started off um, at Chelsea Academy when I was 12. Um, I, I went to Fulham when I was 15. Uh, did my scholarship years then, and I got released at 20, 24 years old. Um, but to be honest, I had no like real experience within the football league. Uh, and I spent um, six months out of the game, you know, for five, five months, six months out of the game completely with no attachment to a club and uh, they were tough times really tough times and and from then i was fortunate that i went to a few uh, lower division clubs uh, and i ended up at walsall in 2005 uh, which is a league league one club here in the uk uh, and, I, and i guess my my career kind of kicked off from there and then obviously going to cardiff where i currently am nice awesome man and did you always want to play as a keeper or did you start off in a different position? Um, I think like any, I, mean, I don't know how, to be honest, you know what, nowadays there are a lot more goalkeepers and there were a lot of more um, uh, younger generation got, you know, kids playing football that want to be goalkeepers, which is, which is fantastic. Uh, to be honest, no, I didn't. Uh, I probably started playing in goal when I was about 10 years old. Um, and I just enjoyed it for some reason. Maybe I was the tallest one in, it, in my team or whatever, and I got put in goal. Um, and I enjoyed it, you know. And I've never kind of looked back, and I've always um, 
you know, had fun, especially, you know, when you're younger, you know, diving around in the mud and, and stuff like that. And I guess things aren't so, so technical. Uh, I just enjoy playing the game. Amazing, man. Uh, what advice would you give kids who want to be a pro keeper? Um, the advice for a pro for a, for a, for a young one, I think, I think when you're young, I mean, depending on how young, I know that like academies here in the UK, I mean, they're starting at under six, under seven level, and obviously they go all the way up into to youth team, reserves, uh, under 23s and first team. Um, I'd say that the younger, the younger you are, experiment and, and enjoy, uh, enjoy the game, you know, enjoy playing. And I know it sounds really, really maybe silly, but enjoy making mistakes because, you know, I guess you can, you can make mistakes at a, a young age and learn from them. I mean, I'm still at my age making mistakes and learning from them at the highest level. Yeah. Um, I think obviously as you get older, maybe 15, 16 and, and, you know, 17, 18, you need to start taking it a little bit more seriously. Uh, if you're in, in an academy, um, you need to obviously make a decision. I think it's a decision, it's a life decision. It's not so much just the, you know, whether it's, it's whether you want to play football for the rest of your, your life, your career. Um, because it's a, it's a, you know, as anyone knows, it's a tough, tough industry to, to, to be in and to stay in well i definitely knew that you know from my experiences yeah for sure and then uh what do you think are your biggest strengths as a keeper um for me i think like reactions and my agility um speed off my line um there's a lot of things obviously i need to work on um but yeah my speed my hand-eye coordination is, is very good um and then it sounds it sounds maybe a little bit um silly but like you know probably my shot stopping and i know that people are like well as a goalkeeper you've got to be good at shot stopping but i'd say there's different levels of shot stopping how early and how quick you can see the ball and uh, anticipate where the ball is going to go um uh, and i think that's the taking it back to the root of of the art of being a goalkeeper that's the main objective you know, to keep the ball out of the net. For sure. And is there one save that you remember or was memorable? Um, I was very fortunate last year, obviously, playing in the Prem. Um, I can't take away, obviously, the penalty saves that I made last year, which were fantastic. But also, um, it was a few saves last year. Uh, one against Brighton, which I tipped onto the bar. There's a few crucial ones that I made um that that you know got us points i mean there was a there was a time when we played leicester away that i saved the penalty as well which uh ultimately got us three points because we scored in the last minute yeah. um i don't know i mean it, it's weird i think from for me it's um it's one of those obviously you're doing your job you're keeping the ball out of the net um it's fun. It's, it is fun when you make great saves and you'll be able to look back on them hopefully in years to come or even this year, next year, and be like, yeah, that was me. I was making those great saves. And you just look to continue that um, further into your career. Nice, man. And then uh, how has it been playing for Philippines and representing them? Um, yeah, I mean, I made my decision when I was quite young. I made, I made my decision when I was 18 years old to play for the Philippines. Um, I've been on a long, windy road with them. You know, I mean, they're, 
when I first joined the national team at 18, we were we were playing on pitches which were probably not that acceptable to any sort of European or American level. Um, and, and, and we've grown. So I've been a part of that team now for 12 years, um, showing my age. And um, yeah, it's been great. I mean, obviously, we, we qualified for the Asian Cup um, for the first time, uh, which was which was great. Um, we're still yet to obviously qualify for a World Cup, which is tough, especially in Asia, to do. Um, but it's been a great experience, you know. I mean, football in the Philippines was never really on the map, what I should say, when I joined in 2008. Uh, and, and it kind of became more popular in 2010, 2011. And I've just been on this fantastic journey uh, with the Philippines national team um, up until now. And I hope that, and I feel that we will we'll continue and, um, you know, hopefully many more Asian Cups to, to come and, and compete at the highest level. For sure, man. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> uh, all right. What position would you want to play other than a goalkeeper? I've always wanted to score a goal, so I'd have to stay a striker. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, did you play other sports when you were young? Yeah, when I was younger, I was always um, interested in tennis. You know, I always played tennis at a young age. Um, I played a little bit of basketball when I was in, in school. Yeah. Um, but tennis was my main one. You know, I, I had a decision to make when I was probably about uh, 12, 13 years old on whether I wanted to, to pursue tennis or I wanted to pursue um, football. And obviously I chose football and it, and it, and it worked out. Uh, but it's not an easy decision when you're younger. Nice, man. It's a good choice. It worked out, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you could tell your younger self, maybe when you were 10, something now, what would you tell yourself? Um, if I was 10, I'd say um, enjoy, enjoy the, the moment and enjoy living in those moments. Um, I would be very fortunate to, to have some great experiences in, in my career so far. I've had some, you know, being promoted to the Premier League and playing in the Premier League. Um, some great times, obviously, like I said, qualifying for the Asian Cup um, and, and things like that. So to really, you know, capture those moments because um, they don't come round and you don't know when the next time they're going to come round. Um, I think for me, even at my age, I was always looking forward to the, or not worried, but I was like, oh, what's the next step or what's the, what's the next achievement? What's the next goal that I can achieve? Um, and if I could even tell myself now, looking back, it would be, you know, capture those moments that are special and, and spend them with friends and family and, and really, um, you know, enjoy, enjoy those, those moments, those saves that you make and, and yeah, everything like that. Nice. Uh, what did you look, who did you look up to when you were young? Was there a keeper or player you looked up to? Um, the, the first one that springs to mind would be David James. Yeah. Uh, David James, for me, was um, a goalkeeper where he, he wasn't frightened of experimenting. You know, he'd come out and take crosses uh, at the edge of his box. Um, he was very quick. He was agile. He had great distribution. 
he was always looking to to try something new. Um, another one would be Mark Swartzov. I mean, I was very fortunate to work with him for, for four or five years at Fulham or four years at Fulham. Um, I mean, these guys, uh, you know, especially Mark, has had a great career, fantastic career. I think, you know, over 100 caps for Australia and um, over 500 Premier League games and, and, you know, played in World Cups, Asian Cups, uh, Champions League, Europa League final. Uh, and those are the kind of people that I've looked up to to, to really push me on in my career. Nice, man. And what do you enjoy most about goalkeeping? Like, what drills do you like or what do you like to do? Um, it, it depends on what day it is. <laughs> I like the, you know, I, it's funny because I like the, the hard work up and down, you know, where you make saves uh, top corner, uh, you've got to get up and maybe make another reaction save. Um, I like all the, the sort of distribution drills as well. Um, but it is tough, it's tough, you know, because some days, you know, the older you get, I guess your body can't, you know, repetitively do that every single day. Yeah. Um, but I've always said, if you've got a strong foundation of, of, you know, your handling drills and, and moving your feet, um, you know, I think the older you get, the drills that like, for example, you do, uh, with, with the, the hand-eye coordination and, and the footwork drills, they really come into play to be able to, to make those top corner saves uh, and make them look easy. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully we'll do one one time. <laughs> I know, hopefully. I think last time you were in the UK, I was just coming back from injury. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, no, can I do it? Can I not? And uh, no, I, I, you know, I was disappointed that I wasn't able to yeah. To, to do that but you know i'm sure that when you're next here or i'm next with you we'll be able to get something done for sure man all right one more question and then we'll answer some fans mm. uh how do you deal with pressure um i think as you grow up i think it, it's one of those things i mean you know we, we spoke about it earlier about like making saves i mean it's so hard when when you're playing a game, and I think at any level, but especially you know when you're fully, fully focused, you don't so much remember. You just it's like an instinct, and that's what I believe you've got to get into is that the saves that you make. Sometimes you don't even know how you make them. You just um, you just kind of you make them instant with, with what you've done during the week in training, um, and that's the practice that you do it day in, day out. Um, it's fully focusing is, is probably the main thing. It, the pressure side of things comes with experience. You know, I think that's the, the more games you play, the more training that you do, uh, knowing that it's, it's in your armor, you know, you know, you've got it. Like, you know, whatever you want to throw at me, this game I've got, I can do. Um, and it's just being prepared, you know, that's, that's the best way of being able to, to deal with the pressure, just knowing that you'll be able to do whatever, whatever. Nice, good answer. All right, let's answer a few fans. Yeah. All right, first one from Sam. He says, how are the Cardiff City fans and playing in front of them? How are they? They're great. You know, I said I've been in the club for two and a half years now. Um, two fantastic seasons previously. Obviously, this one is a tough one. Um, for me, obviously, you get injured first game of the season and, and also... You know, with what's going on now, it's really tough, you know, for any sort of sportsman. The first two years, I mean, it took me six months to get my feet really under the table at the club. Um, 
I think the second half of my first season was much better. And obviously in the Premier League, the support was fantastic. You know, there's, I mean, home and away, sell out stadiums, um, win, lose or draw, the supporters were, were in full voice and, and we could hear them, you know, and, and a massive, massive credit to them. Nice. All right. Ollie asks, what's the best thing about living in Wales? <laughs> How peace and quiet is. <laughs> There's nothing around me. There's just fields and fields. Now, I love it, to be honest. I mean, uh, so I've lived here now for two and a half years, nearly three years. And um, I, I was born in the city uh, and I didn't think I'd ever want to, to leave that life, that city life. Uh, and once coming out here, how peaceful and quiet it is, I've really um, enjoyed it. And, and it's nice to be able to, to come home after training and relax and get away from, like you said, the pressures and, and um, everything about football. Because as much as you need to focus, at the same time, you really need your downtime and, and to get your, your head away from the game as well. Nice. All right, Caleb asks, what's your favorite team you played so far? Um, favorite team to play against was probably Chelsea. Um, the best, uh, the best team I think I played against was Man City. Yeah, and the favorite stadium, and I'm just expanding your question, was Old Trafford. Nice. And how was that playing those big teams? Um. Yeah, it was very interesting. Obviously, there's serious nerves going into those sort of games. I mean, even though the pressure is, is in a sense, off being a team that's just been promoted to the Premier League, there's no expectation for us to go out and win the game. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to make a, like a fool of yourself. You want to go out and put the best performance uh, you can. Um, and, and, we, and last season, myself, um, on a personal note, I did it did very well, and also the team collectively did extremely well, and we um, we picked up some good results. Nice. All right, two more questions. Uh, this one's from Lenny. He says, "Who's your roommate on away days?" Well, it was Brian Murphy, um, who was the other goalkeeper for the last two seasons, um, and now at the moment, I I. Don't actually share a room with anyone. Uh, I'm by myself, which is, um, it's not too bad. When you travel away, you know, we travel to the hotel. I usually get a nap in in the afternoon on the Friday or the day before the game, go down for dinner. Uh, and usually there's like a, a game on the TV in, in our dinner room. So a lot of the boys will, will get together and watch the, t the game on, on the television. And then it's just go back up to your room and rest, maybe watch a film, watch a series. And then, um, go to sleep to be honest and get as much as many hours sleep as i can <laughs> before the game nice nice uh, all right last one from caleb he says um what was the hardest player to stop his shots oh, oh there was a lot last year i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> um i mean um oh you can name I've, a few if it's easier yeah i mean oh, rashford was very good I mean, I'm talking about his movement as well off the field was, was scary. Uh, Aguero, I mean, his finishing, I mean, everyone knows how good it is. But to play up against him, I mean, these top, top players are, 
yeah, I don't think I realised until I played against them how good they were. Yeah. Um, you know, all the top ones you're talking about, you're talking about Salah, Mane. I mean, I remember conceding a goal against Mane at, at Anfield and I don't even remember seeing the ball. Uh, Bernardo Silva at our place. I think the ball crashed against the crossbar and went into the back <laughs> of the net. And I was wondering where the ball even went. Um, yeah, there's a few. I mean, you know, there's, I mean, the top guys that you're talking about, they're at the top and, and at the peak of... of uh, the best level in, in arguably the world for, for a reason. Yeah, for sure. All right, Neil. Thanks, man. It was a good talk. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hope you stay safe. Enjoy the anniversary. Yeah, well, I don't know what we're we'll doing. There's nothing else to do apart from yeah. maybe relaxing in the garden a little bit. <laughs> just while while the sun's out. Yeah. The sun's not, not the sun's not always out in Wales. I'll tell you that much. So that's the one thing. It's not yeah. always out in Wales, but right. um, it is. But no, it's just, um, I want everyone to stay safe. Uh, it's a tough time. And uh, I know that there's a lot of clips online to kind of try and keep healthy, stay fit, and do a bit of exercise while everyone's uh, indoors around the world. We have Rolf Felcher out of the LA Galaxy. Enjoy. Okay, let's start. Uh, I'll just ask you a few questions. And then we'll get some fans to ask you some stuff too. Okay. Okay. Uh, just tell us, like, how did you start? How did you become a professional? Uh, which country you started? Um, I started to play in Switzerland. My first club was uh, Grasshopper from Zurich. Uh, I, I played there almost my 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 whole childhood, and um, I. I became professional with 16. I did with 16 my first uh, professional game in the first league. And then I was there three years and then I went to Italy for another three years. Nice, man. Good journey. <laughs> yes. Now... And, then, and then from Italy, I went like almost uh, everywhere. You know, I went to um, Germany for two years. I went to one year to Spain and um, then I went like just a few months I was in in England and then I came here nice nice how has it been so far living in LA what do you mean how has it been living in LA what is the been what what means that uh, how has it been so far how was life how oh, you mean been yeah like like I told you like to see LA like this, it's crazy, man. It's crazy because this is like something not nice here. But the traffic, you know, you know how it is. You know, yeah. you go to the streets and it's full of traffic. Like for 10, 10 kilometers, you have like one hour. It's crazy yeah. sometimes, you know. So now I just go to to buy some food, and it's it's just um, the streets are like in I don't know, like in Switzerland, man. Yeah, like in Switzerland. Like the movies, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But you see, you you still see a lot of people. Uh, they, they they don't take that serious, you know. They don't take it serious. Yeah, especially think, guys. I think when 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 they talk about the virus and stuff like that, and uh, and it's not somebody affected of your family, you don't take it serious. You just hear, oh, this and this is happening there. So many deaths there and stuff. You don't really care, you know? Yeah. But I think if 
if something happened with somebody of your family, it's it's different. So I yeah. think so, everybody should take it seriously, you know. Yeah, for sure. Good advice. Yeah. All right. Now, were you always a defender, or did you move to that position? Uh, maybe I was my first two years when I was really little, maybe eight, nine years old. I was striker. I yeah. think a lot of people, like a lot of uh, kids, start as a striker or somebody else, but. But then the coaches, like uh, year by year, they put you in in the position they think you will be the best. So yeah, nice. Uh, what advice do you have for kids who want to become professional? Um, I think very important is you have to believe in yourself. Um, yeah believing this is the most important and and just work hard you know i think sacrifice is very important because if you if you don't sacrifice yourself it's very hard to achieve something so you need to sacrifice sacrifice yourself in training every day and um through the games after training you know if you want to learn something you need to sacrifice so yeah nice and uh you have to defend against a lot of big players uh you're also big but how is it to defend a uh, fast and big player what advice do you have <laughs> advice of course if you play against messi there is no advice because if messi is if messi has his day there's no chance for you yeah one against one there's no chance for you yeah the only thing I did, and you look good, is you foul him. You know, you just you yes. you're hard and you foul and you stop the his you stop what he want to do. You know. Yeah. But but if you let him space and you let him think and stuff, it's just another level. It's just something else. And you realize it, especially when you play against him. Everything what you see in TV, it's real. So it's it just becomes reality when you are next to him in the in the field and you. You see what, what what this guy can do like it's crazy was he fast like like straight like straight running like if you tell him to straight 50 meters against you he's not the fastest in this yeah but he's fast when he's with the ball and he has to do like agility like let's say you put cones zigzag cones he yeah. will kill everybody yeah like in these things he's really fast or um like let's say he's sprinting 100 percent. you're sprinting behind him and then he stops right away and where he stops he don't move like it's but not just this like many many things he do it's it's crazy and you you you, you realize it when you're there yeah and, um, yeah but like i tell you like a defender you have to hope that's not his day you know yeah and like i told you like you need to be hard and foul you know if not they kill you <laughs> yeah and uh what do you think are your biggest strengths as a defender um uh, my strength i like to go forward as a defender um physically i run a lot i help my teammates a lot and uh, yeah i think my best friend is my physical 
Nice. And uh, what has been one of your favorite moments of your career? Moments or movements? Uh, moments. Moments. Um, yeah, of course, my first game as a professional with 16, this was very special to me because I was uh, <laughs> believing in it a lot. But, you know, sometimes you, you need to have uh, patience. And when you are young, a lot of time you don't have the patience, you know, yeah. because I believe in, in God and I try to do a lot of things good. And um, like when you're young, a lot of time you want to achieve the things in your own time, you know, and sometimes uh, it's here to decide when it's the moment. But I think you have to do your thing, you know, you have to believe and work hard. And this is what I did. And then I was very, very lucky, I have to say. I was very lucky how I, I, I get professional, like how everything happened, you know. I remember I was, I was in, a, in the preseason and, there, and I was still, like this was, uh, yeah, I was still 15 and then I, I had birthday, I became 16. So I had two players in front of me. So we went to preseason and uh, the guy hurt himself like something, he had something. So there was just one player in front of me, you know? Yeah. And the game before the season, this guy also happened something. Wow. So that was crazy, you know? Good timing. It's, it was not good for them, of course, you know? But yeah. how do you want to say it? Yeah. It was good for me at this time. And, like, I was never the, the type of player who... And I could never be the player who say, oh, fuck, I hope this guy happens something so I have the chance. Because what type of human you are if you do something like that, you know? Yeah. So, but it happened, so I was very lucky and, yeah. Amazing, bro. And a lot of games, for sure, in the national team also. One time against Argentina in the Rio Plate Stadium with 80,000, 90,000 full, full house, and it was amazing. Wow. How has it been playing for Venezuela? How are the fans? What do you mean? How has it been playing for the Venezuela team? Uh, of course, uh, the situation there is like long or not easy, you know, like, especially me, I'm not going, I ne almost never go there, just if we have national team. Um, but I have my family, I have family there, grandmother, uh, grandfather, um, yes, uncle, a lot of, a lot of family there. You try to help what you can do. and. Um, but yeah, situation there is not easy, you know. It's like a little bit like here, but longer. But like for a different reason, you know. Yeah, for sure. But national team was always nice. Like it's always amazing to go there and play for, for the Venezuelan people and yeah, and and give them a joy with a good result, for example, you know. Nice. Now your brother is playing also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's playing now in Colombia. Nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope that, that he will soon come again to the national team. It's now, I've been longer time, he, he's not anymore there, but uh, I'm confident that he will have another opportunity soon. Nice. Did you guys ever play together or no? Yeah, we played together in Switzerland. 
in in my first uh, um, club we played together. So yeah, that's but nice because I was living with him also together. You know, you live with your brother. It's let's say your first experience not living with your parents and and um, yeah, it was a nice time. You know. Yeah. But I can say to the people just when you have like beautiful moments to enjoy them because the time goes so fast and it's crazy. Nice, nice. Now, did you play any other sports growing up? Uh, yeah, like play, like, let's say play. I like to fight. Like I like to, I like to, <laughs> I like all type of martial arts, boxing, MMA. Yeah, like I like that a lot. Maybe, let, maybe what I feel if I was not a soccer player, I was for sure trying to be like a boxer or something like that. Nice. Because this is what I like after after football. Yeah, after football, MMA or boxing is my my favorite. Nice. Uh, what's your favorite part of training? What do you enjoy the most during training? Uh. During training, yeah, everything what what's with the ball, you know. If you do like condition, also condition exercises without the ball, it's always more difficult than when you do it with the ball. So no, no matter if it's hard or that that's not the matter. Like if it's a hard training, it's it, it's it's nice. But if it's with the ball, it's it's nicer, you know. Nice. Everything, yeah, games, tournaments, five against five, yeah, uh, all, all all type of things like. Crossing stuff like that. Nice. And then, um, who did you look up to when you were young? Was did you have an idol? Ah, Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. <laughs> Ronaldinho was always so yeah. special to me. Like <laughs> coming home from school and waiting his game and yeah, the things he did with the ball. Like he, he was still like more magic than than Messi. You know, Messi is. It's also crazy, but Ronaldinho was like more magic with the ball. Yeah, it's I like all I'm... this freestyle stuff. What 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 you do, for example, you know, making yeah. it in the field. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, and That's his a... look, his hairs, his laughing, it's like everything. Dancing when yeah. he scores. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a legend. Yes. And now he's even killing the prison leagues. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, all right. How do you stay confident under pressure? Uh, I stay confident. Like the confidence, you have to uh, learn it, like day by day. You cannot. You have to do exercise. You know, also for that, confidence for your strength, mental strength. You know, because a lot of people they train just the body. But nobody trains, or a lot of people don't train the head. The best example is when you play a game and, and for example, I don't know, uh, you don't start well the game, for example. And then suddenly you make something really nice. Maybe you score or something. And after you score, you are a different player. Why this happened? You know, you, yeah. you are not a better player than before, yeah. like than five minutes before. Mm -hmm. It's just the confidence gets in you. So yeah. what you have to do, you have to practice this confidence also, you know. And your mental strength, you have to practice that. To be, str uh, to be strong if 
something happened difficult, you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Now I see a lot of fans, they say that your singing is good. Uh, <laughs> do you think after the robot? Michael, Michael, ja Michael Jackson singing. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> We gotta hear a mixtape soon. Of course, of course. No, I love, I love Michael Jackson music, you know? Like yeah. all type of music, R&B, hip-hop, reggaeton, salsa. But my, the most music I like, it's hip-hop. Hip-hop, yeah. And Michael Jackson, I grew up with his music and um, dancing always. Michael Jackson stuff. Nice. Have you ever been to a studio to record yourself? I never have been to a studio, like, for myself. But, yes. um, yeah, maybe in the future, you know? I'm interested to do something, you know, yeah. to do something nice. I think you can do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, now I have time, but I cannot even go to a studio, you know. Yeah, it's tough. Here's the thing. Yeah. All right, bro. Let's answer some fan questions. Uh, first one from Mark. He says, uh, how was Cardiff City and do you miss playing there? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like the 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 people there, the players especially, they were very nice to me, and um, the weather was not so nice. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I like the atmosphere. You know, the 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 atmospheric atmosphere from England. It's amazing. So I I, I love that. Nice. Uh, Alexa says, "Who is your roommate when you guys travel?" Pipo Gonzalez, yeah, is my roommate. Sometimes legend, if yeah, like these two, legend too. We're singing around. Like I try, I teach him to sing. You know, he want to sing, but <laughs> his voice <laughs> not so good. <laughs> All right, next one from Arturo. He says, "What's your favorite team you played so far?" Uh. It's hard to say, you know, like one very nice team was Duisburg in Germany. It's like a club, it stayed in my heart, you know, like the yeah. people there were so good to me. And uh, yeah, Duisburg for sure, a Galaxy is also there. Um, nice. Grasshopper, my first club. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I, it's difficult to say one, you know, like maybe these this three. Yeah. Okay, this next question coming in. It says, what's the most important skill a defender should know? Uh, there are many things, you know, you should know. Like, it's, as a defender, for sure, you need to be aggressive. I think if somebody's aggressive as a defender, it helps a lot, you know. Um, Don't go to the floor if you are in the in the air. Try to defend always on your feet and um, just if you are really really sure to go on the floor. And yeah, then are many many things tactical skills you need to know. But yeah, this this two I think is very important. Nice. All right, two more questions from Johan. Said, how was it to play with Zlatan? <laughs> Ibra, yeah, like, like I say, 
he's a, a very professional player. Like I admire him in a lot of things uh, he do in like his mental strength is um, like uh, how he trains every day. You know, like so professional. He has his his program during the week, and he do it and he does it every day. You know. There is no day he don't go to the ice bed, for example. You know, he go, he go every day to the ice bed and and all this type of training he do. And when he's in the pitch, like and when he when we did like, no matter what we did, maybe a a small game or something, but he goes like for his life, and you can feel that. You know, he he's like going crazy. As a as a person, you know, you can you can. You can say you you can have different opinions, you know, because uh, he's very very hard sometimes to players and but you I think he he means it in a good way because um, he just wants that the player don't relax, you know. Yeah. He wants the player to be uh, always like ready. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is his mentality. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was right. a very nice experience, you know, to play with him and to see how he is, you know, like. And I can tell that he is where he is because not because of him, you know, because he works a lot. He's a worker, so. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right, last question from George. He says, "How did you get so fit, and how many hours do you train?" Uh. Let's say many people they ask this, you know, like what do you do, what do you do for your apps, and I don't know what. I think the most important I have, and I'm lucky that I have that. It's the genetics, you know, of my parents, my mother, my father. So they they have really good bodies. Uh, my my father is a is a is a white guy, but he has a very good body. And my mother, he, she was Miss Universe. Uh, she was. Uh, many times uh, Swiss champion from the world. She was third in the world uh, from Miss Fitness. And um, yeah, like if I show you like the body of my mother, you say, what is this, you know? So yeah. you will understand why. And um, I can tell you like the people say, yeah, your abs, you work like thousand, I don't know, exercises a day. Yeah, I could do the whole year nothing. My abs are like this. Even if I eat chocolate every day, they are yeah. like that. You know, yeah. it's crazy. But the people they know me, and my friends, they know I don't do app training or something like that. Yeah. Why I started to do now app training? Like maybe a year, two years ago, because I felt like I need to be stronger. You know, because my abs were there, but I felt not strong. Yeah, that's why when I mean like this is just like that. You, you, yeah, I'm lucky with that. So hopefully, next life. At the same time, I like to train. You know, I like to train. I, I am like that. I cannot be like at home and don't do nothing. You know, I need to do always something. Yeah, of course. And you work for it also. You're training every day, just on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice man. It's the same thing. If you want to achieve something, you need to train hard. You know. Like I remember, if I show you, let's say, a picture when I was 10 years old. Yeah. When I was 10, 10 years old, I was on the beach. My abs were like this, the same. Yeah. And I was 10 years old. Yeah. So, uh, 
of course, then the, the mass, the muscle mass and stuff like that, you achieve with training. Yeah. But apps and stuff like that, they were there, I think, when I was in the, in the, in the tummy of my mother, you know? Yeah, it's <laughs> they great. Were there already. I think you're 1% of football players. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ralph. Thanks for the talk, bro. It was good seeing you again. And then uh, hopefully we'll see you soon in LA again. And stay safe. Of course. Vamos Venezuela. And they are right in here. Venezuelan fans. Amazing. Venezuelan fans. <laughs> I gotta go one day there. One in a million. Kim, how are you? Everything good? You wanna answer some fans? I don't know. Last question. Let me see. Massimo. All the Turkish fans, they say, come to Besiktas. Yeah, yeah, Besiktas, Galatasaray. Who knows, maybe. Huh? Maybe one time. All right, bro, enjoy the day. Yeah.